Hello and welcome. You're listening to Stadia Rocks. Hi, Rock here with the podcast for busy people and casual gamers. As usual, we start with the news followed by What's Up Rock, where this week I take a closer look at 4K and whether Stadia can ever actually truly deliver it. Finally, we put Sirius Sam through the Rock Review Mangle. So, let's start with the latest news. Subscribers to my channel or Twitter account may have seen a teaser video I published last week announcing something big coming to Stadia. Lots of speculation on an exclusive game or feature release, but on Saturday the 7th of March it all became clear when we launched the TGOS podcast. A collaboration between Wingy, aka The Glory of Stadia, Raf, aka Raf Gaming, Andy, aka Andy Morphs, and myself, Rock. Pulled together in just a few days, TGOS Podcast is live streamed on YouTube on the Glory of Stadia channel and aims to bring a light hearted look at what's been happening in Stadia over the previous few days. This week we launched with special guest Chase from Stadia Talk, who brought his immense insight into the commercial aspects of the sector, not to mention good grace and excellent humour. Thankfully, the response to show number one has been overwhelming and far surpassed our hopes. Next week's show will be on the 14th of March at 8pm GMT, 4pm PDT and 1pm EDT. Fans of the classic first-person shooter series, Serious Sam, were thrilled to see the franchise arrive on Stadia last week. The Serious Sam collection includes three Serious Sam games in one package. Serious Sam HD, the first encounter, Serious Sam HD, the second encounter, and Serious Sam 3 BFE. Priced at $29.95 USD and GBP. And Serious Sam is the subject of this week's rock review later on in the show. In a surprise announcement from Vice Principal and Head of Stadia Games and Entertainment, Jade Raymond, last week, it was revealed that Stadia have opened a new development studio in Playa Vista, California. Headed up by highly respected ex-Sony executive Shannon Studstill, famous for her work most recently on Gods of War, the new studio will be working on exclusive titles specially designed to work with Stadia's unique features. Two new exciting games are coming to Stadia soon, it was announced last week. Both are first-person puzzle games. Turing Test and physics-based puzzler Relicta are being released soon and look like superb additions to the ever-growing library. Pro subscribers who mainly play on browser were delighted last week to discover that Stadia has finally rolled out an update to the Chrome browsing experience, which now allows 4K. Although this will only switch in if you're actually using a 4K monitor and can still be controlled via the Stadia app. And that's the news so far this week. As always, please subscribe to the Stadia Rocks YouTube channel to watch the extended version of this podcast, Stadia Rocks Extra, which goes live later in the week. Any breaking news or additional information will be added along with graphics and video. Yeah, what's up, Rock?
If you currently stream a 4K movie from Netflix, Amazon Prime or Apple TV+, at best you're getting a fraction of the quality achievable from a master quality 4K disc. The bit rate or data per second processed and pushed to screen is insane from a disc and the distance it has to travel is short, linear and free of interference. A streaming service has to contend with distance which is never a straight line, dependent on proximity to server and quality of connections along the route, your speed of internet which is never the speed you think you're paying for, as well as contention from others wanting access in your region. On top of this you get a degraded signal from Wi-Fi versus a cable plugged straight into your router. So even if those services pushed the same rate of data, the chances of you being able to receive them all in time to string footage together without insane buffering is currently next to impossible. They achieve something approximating the quality you'd expect by incredibly clever video and audio compression that works largely around the fact that our brains are not great at processing fast-moving images. We only tend to see this compression if we take a photo of a screen, pause a second, or if there is prolonged extreme movement across the whole screen, like in snow or rainfall. Also, as we get older, our ability to see the nuances in an image or even audio range decreases a massive amount. Putting these factors together, and the fact that most films and TV shows only have occasional action, our brains are tricked into what we believe is high-quality audio-visual. With a disc-based game, which includes running off of a hard drive after downloading, the quality resides in the assets, textures applied to objects and scenery, as well as pre-rendered cutscenes. The amount of data being processed is huge and again much higher than a streamed video, but is more reliant on how fast the graphics and central processor can push the image to screen while allowing you to interact and determine what is rendered. With Stadia, the data processing from a game instance is handled by the server blade, which removes the hardware need from us, the player arguably its greatest benefit, pushing the output of audio and video across the internet to our screens, with control of the game pushing up from our controller or input device. So the comparison is actually closer to a streaming service like Netflix or Apple TV, as far as we, as users, are concerned. But the one advantage a pure video streaming service has is buffering. The source material is linear and never changing. They're able to push the first few seconds of the stream to your screen to watch while higher quality video is downloaded ahead of time to replace it. This is particularly noticeable on slower internet speeds watching a 4K video on Amazon for example where the first 10 seconds or so of video is low to average and reports as HD, but eventually it gets replaced with much sharper video reported as UHD. Stadia doesn't have the luxury of buffering with a medium that is changing in real time, depending upon the choices we make in our games.
There is some incredibly clever compression taking place with an algorithm that even attempts to second-guess what the user may do next in order to pre-render the action. But this is all still happening in near real time. Now, there is, of course, some lag, but measured in thousandths of a second and under optimal conditions, perfect for most of us. Only a very few people have the ability to notice it to a degree that would interfere with their enjoyment. In short, what we consider 4K from streaming video services is a small percentage of the quality of a top quality mastered 4K disc. And because of the inability to buffer, coupled with the necessarily low speeds of internet available to deliver it, Stadia can only deliver something that is anywhere near as good as a Netflix UHD stream during cutscenes or static screens. At other times of high speed action or interaction, it would be fair to expect a quality no greater than 1080p. However, for most of us, the overall experience is still breathtakingly good and truly represents a level of technology that is at the cutting edge of what is to come. I know there have been many complaints that Google advertises the service as 4K when this is not always achieved. But in their defense, it's a much misunderstood term muddied by the fact that every premium streaming service also advertises a quality that is most definitely not true 4K. Probably these services should have separated the two at an earlier stage so that SUHD, for example, streaming ultra-high digital, became a standard as opposed to true UHD. But marketing is the art of boiling facts down to sound bites. The fact is we are indeed receiving 3840 times 2160 pixels as promised by Stadia. But as a compressed image in order to get across the internet to our screens as quickly as possible. As we see more and more 4K games coming to the Stadia platform, think of them as state-of-the-art if not true 4K because there can be no taking away from what amounts to a minor miracle in engineering to be able to deliver a truly breathtaking quality to our screens that was thought impossible just a few years ago. So there we have it, a little more technical this week than usual, but hopefully you now have a better appreciation of 4K. So this week's rock review game is Serious Sam. As always, we will be marking the game out of five key points, which I believe are important to people with busy lifestyles. One, how fast does it load? Two, can you pick up where you're left off? Three, how easy is the game to play? Four, is the game rewarding to play? And five, is the game good value? The Serious Sam collection only launched on Stadia a week ago. I've only been able to play a few hours so far, so it's fair to say that this review really only relates to the first encounter, which is the title of the first game in the bundle. Each of the three games making up the complete bundle mark a progression of the game engine and story. And I may revisit the game in a future episode once I've completed the other two. So firstly, how fast does the game load? 
The answer is very, very quickly. Sirius Sam has its roots back at the time of the very first crop of first-person shooters, where simple landscapes like deserts were favoured over cities or forests due to the inability for early PCs and consoles to render the amount of detail needed to also keep up with the gameplay. Because of that, the game loads blisteringly fast. Probably the fastest of any of the games that I've personally played so far on Stadia, with maybe the exception of Spitlings, which of course equally benefits from a simple aesthetic, but ridiculously fun gameplay. Serious Sam gets off to a seriously good start, with 5 out of 5 for loading speed. Secondly, can you pick up where you left off? Absolutely. The game drops you straight back into the action at the point you last left. Although, as is the case with most games, it won't be the exact moment you left. This is usually because if you're struggling with a specific encounter, it would not make sense to keep putting you back to the same place over and over. It's a standard mechanic in this sort of game. As it is, you can consider yourself back where you left off the next time you jump in. Once more, Sirius Sam gets an astounding 5 out of 5 for this feature. Thirdly, how easy is the game to play? If you like first-person shooters, then you will be instantly at home with the control set. There is nothing particularly taxing about the gameplay either. It's essentially shoot everything you see and solve relatively simple puzzles to progress. One minor gripe that I had is that in showing its PC roots, the size of text in the interface on a 4K TV is very small and on a TV it's hard to make out from a distance. On a 1080p TV or a browser, however, it's marginally bigger. I've yet to check how this looks on a mobile, but would imagine it would be a struggle. I was unable to find an option to increase the time size to counter this either, but luckily the game itself is very easy to figure out and most of the time you won't need to. So for this minor point, Serious Sam just misses a further 5 and instead gets 4 out of 5. Fourthly, is the game rewarding to play? Gameplay follows the time-honoured mechanic of shoot and loot, with a reward of ammo, armour, bigger and better guns after waves of enemies. There are also lots of secrets to uncover and fun puzzles to solve. It may be simple, but Serious Sam is proof that the basics of gameplay are still the best. Serious Sam receives another 4 out of 5 for this. Finally, is the game good value? At $29.95 in both the US and Britain, Serious Sam is pitched as a mid-range priced title, taking into account the fact that there are three titles in the bundle as well as multiplayer options, I believe this is the perfect game for casual gaming and a worthy addition to anybody's Stadia library. For an affordable bundle of games that will keep you coming back time and time again, Serious Sam gets a well-deserved 4 out of 5. So this week's rock review, Serious Sam, scores the highest of any game so far, with a well-deserved 4.5 out of 5. Well, 
that just about wraps it up for another week. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. If you have, please give us a like, follow us on your podcast app, or subscribe to us on YouTube. And don't forget, every Saturday evening, the Glory of Stadia podcast. I really think you'll enjoy it. It's great fun. It's a completely different show to this one. But if you love Stadia, if you love good humour, then listen in because we have a real laugh, and I know you will too. So that's all there is to say, and don't forget, keep your feet on the ground, your head in the cloud, and enjoy your gaming.